we were up in Maine and we got swept and we had a meeting and the guys were really down and Coach York's just had a way to bring us together and elevate the team. And from then on, we, I think we won 19 games in a row, including the national championship. That was new men's head hockey coach of Boston College, Greg Brown, joining us on another episode of RinkWise. Good morning, hockey fans, and welcome back to RinkWise, New England's premier hockey podcast produced by the New England Hockey Journal. I'm your host, Stephanie Wood. So wonderful to have joining us in studio today, all the way from Chestnut Hill, new men's head hockey coach of Boston College, Greg Brown. Coach, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Steph. Happy to be here. And first off, a very big congrats on your new position. I know not necessarily so new anymore. Been there since officially since the summer, but and I know we've been trying to set up this this interview and this this show for a while and. We're excited to have you, and uh, I know the hockey world is as well. And so, so far, how have things been going in your new position? It's been so enjoyable. So excited to be back at BC. Um, the first few months were a whirlwind, and uh, so I was happy when the season started and we got to get into a regular routine. But there's a lot that goes into it off the ice stuff that that kept me very busy. So I'm glad I finally got here. No, that's great, and probably nice to have that little bit of time in the summer just to sort of get acquainted before the the rush of the season hits once september october hits when it's just full tilt from there so a couple months just to get acquainted and and adjusted absolutely even though i had been there 14 years it's still a lot of things i hadn't anticipated and a lot of not busy work but a lot of things to get acclimated and adjusted to being a head coach I'm sure, and obviously no, not new to Boston College, a lot of history there, both as a player and as a coach, and we have such a long line of accolades that we can list about you, and I don't think we have time on this show to go through them all, but one of the, the, the best defensemen to ever come out of Boston College, and you also spent 14 years working with Coach York as, as an assistant coach, so let's talk a little bit about your history with the program at Boston College. All right, my brother was at BC before me playing, so I had a strong connection to the school, and then so many of my friends were going there, so it was an easy decision for me to go to BC. As far as playing, when one of your classmates is Brian Leach, you you stay pretty humble about (laughs) your own game, but we had great teams, played in the Hockey's Championship all three years that I was there, and I know it was just an incredible experience as a player. And then getting the opportunity to come back and work under Coach York, back at my alma mater, was as good a job as I could ever hope for. I'm sure, and just such a rich tradition and history with Boston College hockey. goes back years, and I'm sure that's really special to see. You got to experience it as a player and as a coach, and it's, it's really just a very special program. It is incredible history of the program, and you know, I was so happy to be, a, be able to play there and be a part of it, but then also it seems like it, Coach York took it to a different level and then when he brought me along to learn and and be mentored by him and, and learn under him and see some of the incredible ways that he got the kids to to be fully committed to the team it was great for me to see as a d- developing coach, but also great to experience some of those wins. I'm sure. And, and so when you first started as an assistant coach with Boston College, so you spent 14 seasons there with, with York. So how did that happened. So you were a player there, and then how did you transition to then coaching with Boston College? Yeah, I finished playing. I was over in Sweden. I finished playing and uh, 
had probably six, seven months where I was kind of kicking around thinking about the next step. And Ronnie Ralston, who was the assistant at BC, took a job with the national program. So that spot opened up. And if I, I always thought that if I did want to coach, well, certainly I'd love to go back to BC. So the, the timing was very fortunate for me. And then when I interviewed with Coach York and Coach Kavanaugh and Father Penna, uh, I was just lucky that they brought me on. So I couldn't have walked into a better situation. That's incredible. Yeah. And it seems to, we all go through that as a former student athlete when your, your playing days come to an end and it's, you're, you're, you're contemplating what are the next steps? And it sounds like in a way this, this position was really almost created for you. Timing was right and right place, right time. I was really fortunate. Yeah. I probably should have put more, paid more attention to the next steps when I was playing in my later career. But again, I was lucky that it really worked out for me. That's great. And uh, sometimes the, uh, the best coaches weren't necessarily looking to go down the path of coaching, but right time, right place, and it, it all works out. I got to learn really with great teams right away. And then obviously with two experienced coaches like Coach York and Coach Kavanaugh, they, they had so much advice and so much help for me early on. So I feel like my learning curve was, was very steep thanks to them. Let's talk about that a little bit more. So 14 seasons spent with Boston College as as a coach prior to being the head coach and you also got to experience a lot of success during that time so championships hockey east championships obviously a lot of players have gone on to be really successful from from Boston College so that's i think going to be a, a really helpful asset going into this head coaching position now sure um you can see what kind of combinations work, what kind of players are successful at Boston College and under the kind of style you want to play. So I had lots of hands-on experience to see that and to be part of a, a lot of big games, whether they were Beanpot Championships or Hockey East Championships or, or Frozen Fours. You, you kind of take something away from each one of those, both things you did well and things that didn't work that you can correct. So I was, like I said, very fortunate that I had all that experience in big stages I guess is the best way to put it indeed yeah and 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 coach very humble <coughs> obviously taking over from from a legend at Boston College Jerry York that position doesn't change often and to, to have that opportunity to be appointed we have you have the whole family of of Boston College hockey now looking at this new leadership and so 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 far this season how have how has the team done what are your thoughts where are you at where do you want to go we're very happy we've been growing I think it's always hard when a new coach comes in even though the style we want to play is very similar to the style under coach York there's still new terminology new just subtle differences that when you're when the whole team is adjusting not just the freshman class then it takes a little bit of time because they have to get used to me. The leadership on the team has been great in set, reiterating the message, but it does take some time. So first half of the year, the trend has been very good in the right direction. Indeed, and, and the, the, the Christmas break as we're approaching right now just seems like such a great opportunity to have a little bit of time now to finally reflect and just digest a little bit of, of the first part of the season that's happened. And we, we talked a little bit before the show too, just of the landscape of Hockey East and on the men's side, just so competitive right now. And, and you have a lot of experience working in this league. I mean, the, the league itself has, has just gotten, I feel, so much better over the years. And we're also seeing some, some different teams at the top of that list now. UConn men, 
Merrimack men having a great season, Northeastern's up there. So it's just such a competitive league, and it seems to be getting better and better as time goes on. It absolutely is. So the parity is incredible in the league. And like you said, there's different teams popping up and, and being very strong. I think coaches have done an outstanding job of figuring out what works for their school, both recruiting-wise and style of play-wise. And because of that, there are no easy nights. I think you know that every single game you have to be sharp or you're not going to get a win in this league. Yeah, and that's it's great to see. Obviously, for, for hockey fans, we love to see those really exciting, close games. And for, for, for your side of things, it obviously makes your job tougher. Every night's a, a challenge, and it's a really tough game. But, but again, just great for the league and hopefully the long-term projection of it as well. I think so, yes. When the league is strong, usually you're sending more teams to the national tournament. And when you do get to the tournament, you're hardened because you've had that tough competition all season. So the rising tide lifts all ships, and with our league... We feel like that's the, one of the biggest strengths is the depth and the parity. So teams get used to having real dogfights every game. New England Hockey Journal's Rinkwise podcast will return after this message. Want to improve your hockey skills? Join the pros and try Sense Arena Hockey, a VR training tool available for both players and goalies. Elevate your game by improving your decision-making read-and-react skills. Train in-game scenario reps with Sense Arena to improve your hockey IQ, reaction time, puck tracking ability, use of peripheral vision, anytime, anywhere. Play and train in over 500 different game-like scenarios. Don't miss our holiday deal. Save over $500 and get the MetaQuest 2 for free with the purchase of an annual plan. To take advantage of this offer, visit hockey.sensearena.com. That's hockey.sensearena.com. Sense Arena Hockey. Training the next generation. Catch the Sacred Heart University Pioneers on the ice this season. The Pioneers Division I men and women's hockey programs will not disappoint. Season ticket packages and individual tickets are on sale now at sacredheartpioneers.com. And opening in 2023, Sacred Heart University's Martiri Family Arena, a brand new 122,000-square-foot premier skating facility in Fairfield, Connecticut. Learn more at sacredheartpioneers.com. Are you serious about playing your sport in college? Do you need a flexible education that allows you to maintain your practice and competition schedules while also preparing you to succeed at the next level? You should check out the University of Nebraska High School. UNHS is accredited and offers more than 100 online courses, including NCAA-approved courses to protect your academic eligibility. Students could earn a UNHS diploma or take a single course for transfer credit. Courses are college prep, self-paced, and available 24-7, 365. Enroll anytime and take up to a year to complete a course. Visit highschool.nebraska.edu today. Of course, those classic Boston rivalries, we love to see the, the bean pot later this year. Just it's, it's really hard to get those kind of matchups anywhere else. It's just such a long tradition of some of those rivalries between BU, BC, Northeastern, Harvard. It's really just, just awesome, just awesome to see. And it's, it's really hard to replicate that, I feel like, anywhere else. It is. The bean pot is a great tournament for, one, for the bragging rights in Boston, and, and the teams are all so strong this, this year but also it again it it makes your team better because you you put yourself in that's those situations where you're having a 
real competitive game with something at stake. We always felt like the bean pot. Coach York used to always say it's the trophy season. It's the beginning of trophy season. And when you put yourself in those situations, whether you win or lose, you grow as a team because you you go through high intense moments, high intense competition, and you come out of it. Even when you sometimes you you don't win, you come out of it a better team on the other side. Yeah, the the pride of Boston, if you will. Absolutely. The bragging rights <laughs> on the line. I remember when I was back at Northeastern, like that tournament, you 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 just looked forward to it every year. You you have to kind of go through your season one game at a time, of course, but it's it's something that you always had in your mind and had it circled on the calendar and the 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 elbows get up, the uh, everyone gets fired up for those games and certainly the bragging rights of of Boston on the line. Yes, it's a it's a short tournament here. <laughs> You've got two games. You've got to be sharp in both of them, and I think the intensity just amps up. You've been playing a regular season, and every game is a dogfight to try and win a regular season championship, but when you have a short tournament like that, you're immediately in a semifinal and hopefully a final. You get that playoff experience in February, and it and it gives you a great trial run for, for later on, hopefully bigger things to come. Get the guys ready to really play in some of the big games, and sometimes the only way to get that experience in those big playoff type of games is to get that experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Each time you learn a little something about yourself, about your team, and I think they they really help. We feel like the bean pot has been a, a real catalyst to help us um, as we get to the hockey East playoffs and the national playoffs. And we're talking a little bit about the hockey East landscape and some of the, the different makeups of the teams and I want to go back to that for a second. I feel like over the last couple of years, especially the last year or two, the transfer portal has made a big impact on a lot of rosters. And it seems like right now, Boston College, great mixture of veterans on the team, leadership, and some really young talent. And I feel like the, the, the transfer portal, though, has really impacted the landscape of some of the other teams in the league. And is that something you think will continue... Well, I Down think the road. especially with the grad transfers from the, the COVID, I'm just jumping into this now this year, so I'm not as familiar as, as most of the other coaches, but I feel like the grad transfers, and we have three of them, they're such a big addition to the team. They've played so much college hockey. They don't need introduction, a slow introduction like the freshmen do, so they can immediately change your team, and they can help in culture. They can help in just playing sound, winning hockey. So I feel like when other teams, or all the teams in the league, can add that to their roster, one, it, college hockey is old right now, uh, and it's experienced. So you don't see as many crazy mistakes as you would when the league is younger and the kids are just trying to figure it out. So it's tough to get wins because you, teams aren't beating themselves at all. You really have to go out and, and execute and win the game because they're not going to give you free chances getting that much more experience and veterans on teams certainly makes it more challenging, I'm sure, to, to play against. And on one hand, it's during that really tough COVID time, it was really great to see that this opportunity, I think, existed for student athletes because it, it was a tough, tough year to go through. But I feel like it's just really been able to make a huge impact on some of the rosters. And I think also why we're seeing some of these different teams now kind of at the, the leaderboard of, of Hockey East. Yeah, there's some veteran teams out there. Certainly it's a it's a, an opportunity that you can take advantage of and and really change your roster or solidify your roster. If you might 
really like your team, but you have one hole or two holes and you throw in a, an experienced grad transfer in there, you're immediately shoring up that hole. It's not bringing along a freshman and hoping he can adjust by Christmas. A grad can come in with over 100 games under his belt and and solidify that spot from day one. So it helps incredibly well for adding depth to your team. And you can almost choose what kind of role you need. Do you need scoring? Do you need penalty killing? And to be able to add a veteran in those spots really makes it nice for your team, but that's what keeps the league as tough as it is right now. Yeah, it seems like a win-win for everybody. A win-win for the the college, just getting that experience. And again, a win-win for the the student-athlete who gets that opportunity now to to get that extra year. It is very nice for those kids who had to go through the COVID and all that. Makes it a lot tougher for the freshmen. You have some some 04 birth year guys that are now playing against guys much much older than them. So they're probably the only ones with the, the real challenge to the situation. But all in all, it does elevate the game of college hockey. So that's a good thing. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm sure they might be the only ones not happy about that. It's, it's hard enough to get that ice time as a freshman as it is. But but uh, but again, a, a good a good way for them to learn as well. So going back a little bit more to your background and just how the whole transition happened with you taking over as head coach of Boston College. So uh, you spent 14 years working with Jerry York, and then you also did some time in the NHL. I was very fortunate to get asked by Coach Quinn to come join him in New York. That was an experience that I'm so happy I got to ex- got to have. Working in the NHL, it's obviously the best league in the world, and just it's all hockey there. So that was so fun, and to be able to work with that level of player on a daily basis was helped me grow as a coach, but also just an outstanding experience. You were spending time in the NHL, and then that's when the talking started to happen of returning to Boston College at that time? Not really. We weren't sure. I thought Coach York would stay forever, and he should. He could obviously stay. I think we all did. Right. Yeah. Uh, So it was just after 14 years, it was a a new experience for me. I thought the opportunity to work in the NHL is just for the New York Rangers is just something I couldn't pass up on. So it was that timing was a little awkward because I had one my daughter in school there and my son coming to school there. But again, I just, the chance to work in the NHL was something I couldn't pass up. Such a great experience. And to now be able to take that knowledge and that experience and apply it to your, your new position. And I'm sure really wonderful for your guys to see that because again, getting back to the players at Boston college and the tradition, it's produced a long line of really talented players and I'm sure a lot of pl- guys that are aspiring to get to that level at some point. Sure. You can I can hopefully add whether it's just some subtle details or or some broad strokes to to how they're going to need to play if they want to be successful in pro hockey because it's a good league and you can't just walk in and and assume everything's going to go right. You really have to have your game dialed in to how you're going to be effective if you want to play in the NHL. I think up there, everyone really has to have a job uh, that they're going to do to help that team win, or they're going to find someone else who can do that job. So I think having that experience and having worked with those guys, I can definitely help, I guess, narrow the focus of some of our players at BC to what they're going to need to to do to be successful later on. 
Yeah, and of course, I think every young man's dream to play in the NHL someday. And of as we know, it's it's just so hard to get there. And I'm sure just outside of the hockey component, really preparing your guys for, for life after college, as we all go through at some point, and just prepping them for the real world and becoming great, great people in our society. Yes, well, working for Jerry, I had the, you know, the best person in the world possible to to show me how to do that, to be able to w- witness and, and watch Coach York turn 18-year-old boys into, into men. I got a much greater appreciation for how he did that. Sometimes a program or the impact a program has on athletes is oftentimes shown by the alumni, the way they talk about it, the way they stay engaged with the program. And I will say that almost everyone I talk to that goes to Boston College, there's just such a proud feeling that they that they give off, and they're always so happy to talk about it. And it's just it's just something that it's it's really neat to see, honestly. It is a great feeling, and you do see that not just in the hockey program, but the, the general student body, I guess. I uh, would agree with that. Yes. Yeah. yeah very proud coming People from Boston say, College. How do you know if someone went to BC? They tell you it is that kind of school. And then under Coach York, that was definitely a strong asset of the hockey program he incorporates everybody whether you're an extra or a fifth line guy or the superstar on the team you're all involved he doesn't let anyone slide through the cracks ever and I hope to carry on that tradition you it takes every single guy um, and the staff to to really have a successful program and when everybody's on board and excited to see success and work for success then Generally, you're in a much better spot than if some kids feel like they're not a part of the program or they're just not appreciated. So it's such an important part of having a good culture. We certainly hear his name so often in the hockey world, and he's just mentored so many people, I feel like, over the years, different coaches now in different positions or different teams. And uh, he's really just made such a big impact on our overall hockey world. I think that's right. I think just his presence and his... The way he goes about things are, has affected not just the Boston College hockey program, but, but all of New England probably. He, he'd be the first one to say that he, he's not going to just try and out X and O another team. I mean, obviously you have to have great details if you're going to win championships, but it was more the feeling everyone had being part of his program. You really wanted to have success and do whatever you could. And when you take a bunch of talented players and get them to put the team first, then you have a chance to be very good. And he did that year after year. New England Hockey Journal's Rinkwise podcast will return after this message. Do you want to skate fast? For 50 years, Laura Stam instructors have taught youth players to pros how to skate correctly, powerfully, and fast. Players who attend Laura Stam power skating programs learn how to skate fast by learning how to execute every maneuver in hockey. They become powerful, stable, efficient, and explosively fast skaters. If you can't wait for a clinic, join our subscription skills video service and we'll show you the skills taught at our clinics in an easy-to-use video format with training plans to guide your training. Register or subscribe now at laurastam.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-S-T-A-M-M dot com. You can learn to skate fast. 
Do you want to become a better hockey player this summer with Paul Vincent Hockey? Since 1972, Paul Vincent, currently the head skills instructor of the Florida Panthers, has been developing NHL and college hockey players. Paul Vincent stands by his saying, there is always room for player development. Players such as Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, Keith Yandel, Matt Grizzlick, Patrick Sharp, Adam Oates, and many more have trained with Coach Vincent and his staff and have outstanding results. Join Paul Vincent this summer at one of his four Massachusetts locations, Canton, Saugus, Middleton, and Falmouth on Cape Cod. To reserve your spot today, go to pvhockey.com or call 978-807-4070. That's pvhockey.com or call 978-807-4070. Paul Vincent is ready to get back to work this summer. Are you? I want to let you know about a great team that is training the next generation of hockey players. It's Bando Performance. Their experts work with hockey players at all levels, from youngsters to Olympians right on up to the pros. And I'm going to tell you how to get a great deal with them in just a sec. Bando Performance's small classes ensure the best odds for success for athletes looking to increase power and performance as well as their nutrition and health. It has the same high-tech equipment you'll find in NHL weight rooms that hockey players use to increase their strength, speed, and power. I told you I could save you some money on this, so listen up. Go to bando-performance.com and pick a training program that's right for you. And this is the good part. For RinkWise listeners, use the discount code BANDO30OFF to get a 30% discount. That's bando-performance.com with the code BANDO30OFF and see your performance improve immediately. I think in some of our prior guests that we've had on the show, in talking about him, that was some of the things that I really admired in hearing of him, that whether you were first line, fourth line, whether you opened the door, everyone really had a role and felt connected. And I feel like as a, as a coach, as we all grow in our, our roles and positions, I found that that's one of the ways to become better and, and to be the most proud of that every member of your team feels engaged and feels important, whatever their role is. That's absolutely true. And he did it better than anybody that I've seen. We have a quote of the day that a player might stand up in front of the team and say the quote and talk about what it means to our team. And the managers would get a turn, coach would get a turn, the equipment man would get a turn. So everybody was involved. He, he would include everybody. If we had a regular bus driver like we used to back in the day, he was involved. So it was just the camaraderie that you build, feeling that you're really a part of something bigger than yourself um, was one of his best attributes, and obviously the success followed. Indeed it did, and uh, as, we, as we said, always shown really by the alumni following, I feel like when people are really happy to give back and and again, just so proud to be part of that program. And as you said, they always let you know it. I is it okay if I, I let people know I'm from Northeastern too? I'm I'm a really proud <laughs> alumni. Yeah, but she should be. But uh, but we just had our alumni game a couple of weeks ago. And when you're really proud to be part of a program, you just you always find a way to stay connected. And I feel like that is what Boston College has created. It has absolutely. I mean, most alumni are proud of their school, but when you had such an experience where you were really part of something bigger than yourself, I think is that's what makes it exciting. And they don't want to lose that. They want to see it cultivated and keep going. So the alumni stay close to the program. They follow the program. We've had countless 
successful alums, NHL guys, either come in and speak to the team or or call up or text the guys good luck before a big game. So when when the players recognize that, see that, and recognize how much it means to the to the former players, then there's just a different weight to it, and they they want to be successful to have those guys appreciate their efforts like they were appreciated when they were playing. Very special to see that, I'm sure, and shows just the generations of success that the program has had and will continue to have. Uh, and we saw. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt it will, Coach. And so talking more about your mentorship with York and now, of course, applying your take on things. So you, you're so fortunate to have had so many years working with him and working in the NHL, working internationally, but now it's time to put your spin on things. So obviously that takes time. This is the first year, but just getting started, the tip of the iceberg with, with Coach Brown. And for you, how do you think that'll look the next couple of years? How are you going to really now put your make your mark on things with the program? Well, I think a big part of the reason why I, I did last 14 years was Coach York, and I see the game very similar. So similarly, so it was it's not an adjustment. The game evolves every year every few years it it looks different than than the few years before so there'll there'll be some differences mostly in style of play but hopefully the culture and the feeling around the program will stay very very much the same the recruiting landscape with it being older is something i have to get more fluid with i think our teams were always very young when i was an assistant at bc we were always one of the younger teams in the country and that's true right now, but it's getting harder and harder to be successful if your team is always young because there's just so much experience in the league and the, around the country that the teams are are knowing, I guess the veteran players are really knowing how to win through all their experience. And you have to be able to adjust and, and not make as many rookie mistakes as you could probably 10 years ago. I just feel like it's it's a different game. It's It's a much much more sound game. It's not just trading chances, although we had one of those the other night. But yeah. For the most part. <laughs> football score. Football score. Yeah. But for the most part, it's a much tighter game, and it's much harder to earn your ice now. Yeah, and a, a good problem to have, as we know that <laughs> the game is getting better and, and it's evolving. And it, it would really, it seems like Boston College will continue to attract some of the really young, upcoming future stars. And I think to your point, as we said, the... The transfer portal has made a huge impact on rosters being older or more veteran and definitely an adjustment that will have to be made at the college level and particularly hockey East right now. Yes. Yeah. They're just not, there's far fewer mistakes made on the ice because the veterans, they've all had good coaching, whether they were, are at the same school or coming from a different school, they know how to play a sound hockey game and, and not give up chances for free. So I think earning your your offensive chances is as hard as it's ever been. And the the culture at Boston College, so as we mentioned, a platform that can really help some guys hopefully move on to the next level, which we know will happen, and some won't. Some will finish playing at, at college. So what what does that culture look like to you with, again, taking your time with under York and now making it your own? The hockey program has a great culture, but also the whole school. It's They talk a lot about student formation and, and educating the whole person, not just the academic side or the athletic side, but every aspect of it. Some of your best memories may be working with uh, Jerry York. So o- over those years, I'm sure... 
there's been a couple either funny or just some of your, your best memories and in, in, in all that work together all those years? Yeah, I have too many stories to to recount all of them with Coach York. I'm sure. I guess the one that stands in my head, the first pops into my head is we were up in Maine and we got swept and we had a meeting and, and the guys were really down and Coach York said we just had a way to bring us together and elevate the team. And from then on, we I think we won 19 games in a row, including the national championship. And it, it all stemmed from the meeting we had after being swept up in Maine. So I think it just, he, he put such a positive spin on it to know, to remind the guys that what they were capable of. And the players responded incredibly well. And we just got better and better as the whole rest of the season unfolded and cultivated with a, a championship down in Tampa. That's just incredibly impressive to hear that, but almost an expert at taking a negative and turning it into a major positive and learning opportunity. Absolutely. I wish I had my phone recording it because it was we, the coaching staff, the assistant coaches talked about it after. I was like, that was really solid. <laughs> and sure enough, um, it felt like we just got better and better game after game so that by the time we hit the national tournament, the confidence of the players was at an all-time high and they responded and played ter- tremendously well. That's wonderful. And of course, again, just to have all that experience you've just been with the program for so long you've just seen so much success what goes into it what it takes how to what works what doesn't work and it'll just be so exciting to now have your turn and really try to recreate the same type of success with boston college you want to try and replicate that feeling yes obviously you need some very talented players because at the end of the day they're the ones who have to execute and make the plays as great as Coach York's talk was if if the players can't go out and execute on the ice, then it's going to be hard to win championships. So hopefully you get the right combination of players, the guys that really play hard for each other, and you build that culture, and then hopefully the pieces can fall together later on. Yeah, and I think just lastly, talking just a bit about the roster with your players and some of the veterans and newcomers, who are some of the players that you're really excited for with the future with Boston College? The whole team has me excited right now just to see them grow over the first few months. But I guess the obvious choice would be Cutter Gauthier, fifth pick overall in the draft. And he's got 10 goals in 13 games, I think, right now. So he had a a tremendous first half of the year. He's going to go off and hopefully help the U.S. do very well in the World Junior Tournament. But it'll be exciting to see what his ceiling is in, in only his first year in college hockey. And you guys start back up again on break right now. A little, little time for the guys just to rest up. and Exam time, yep. <laughs> study, yep. <laughs> study, get healthy, and, and re- start refreshed again. So you start up with your next game on December 30th? We do, out at ASU. And we had our team last team meeting the other day before they, they buckle down for exams. So uh, we just kind of recap the first half and, and how far we've come and, and hopefully how far we still have to go so we can elevate and be a little more consistent in the second half and see how what kind of level we can get to. That's great. And seems like finishing this this first little part of the season on a good note and upward trajectory. And again, hopefully the guys can just rest up a little bit and, and take a little bit of downtime, start fresh and really give it everything for the second half coming up. Yes. I think they're, yes, the guys are excited. They, they believe in each other. They believe in the team and, um, they're all anxious to see how good we can be. We don't know 
what level we can get to, but I feel like the attitude and the, the effort are in a place that uh, they're excited to see that we can make some, some real positive steps forward for the second half. And just the beginning, I'm sure, <laughs> that we'll see. We hope so. We hope so. And coach, again, as we as we said, just a, a decorated playing career with Boston College, years of experience coaching there. If, if there was ever a position that was created for Coach Greg Brown, I feel like this was it. I have such a affinity for this for the school, being a student athlete there, and then coming back and coaching 14 years. We hope that we can continue the trend of being a, a major factor in college hockey and hopefully at least be in comp- competition for trophies in the near future. And if we can produce as many great, not only great players, but great people as as they, they have under Coach York, then we'll be doing a lot of things right. Well, n- no doubt, and we certainly can't wait to follow that. And one of our mutual friends and alumni, Boston College, Maloney, we yeah. talked about, he he's a big fan of yours. And I think if, if Maloney... Says it can be done. I, I think I think it's going to happen. I hope he's right. Yeah, Mike was a teammate of mine, a defense partner for a little while. Great guy. Uh, but yes, he's as big a Boston College supporter as there is. Longest line of family history that I've ever seen at Boston College. Yeah, yeah. His daughter's doing a great job for the women's team now, and yeah, they bleed maroon and gold. Sure do. And uh, again, Coach, we we can't thank you enough for joining us in person today. We know how busy it is during the season. And again, just so many people excited for you and your new position and really anxious just to hear from you. So again, thank you so much for joining us in person today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Steph. Thank you for having me. And I'm glad it finally worked out. We got the time to come down here and I've listened to a bunch of your podcasts. I think it's been outstanding and it's outstanding for the people to to hear what it's like from the coaches and just get an inside feel for what college hockey is like. So Congrats to you and keep going. We appreciate that. And we feel it's a, it's a great opportunity to help celebrate all the, the wonderful people and accomplishments and, and hockey that we have in New England. So we really appreciate that. And that does it for this edition of Rinkwise. Our podcast is produced by David Yaz. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at NE Hockey Journal and subscribe online at newenglandhockeyjournal.com. I'm your host, Stephanie Wood. Rinkwise is a Siemens Media Production. 